This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Are you ready to be inspired? So on Facebook, I threw out a request. I was looking to interview women who are successful in their careers and also making a difference in their community. And that's when I was connected with today's guest. She's a woman who started a sports marketing organization in Wisconsin that partners with athletes, coaches, and teams who want to use their platform to do good and make an impact through causes that mean something to them. Now, do any of these names sound familiar? Aaron Rodgers, Bart Starr, the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, Pewaukee's own J.J. Watt, the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, these are just a few of the people and organizations that Capture Sports Marketing work with to help impact lives and give back to the community. They've helped raise over $25 million in the past seven years. But what does it take to run a business like this? Who are the people behind the scenes and what's the secret sauce to their success? Well, you're going to meet one of them today. I'd like to welcome my guest, president and founder, Shelly Seawert. Thank you for being here, Shelly. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is quite the resume of people that you work with. Well, thank you. From J.J. Watt to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you're doing really, really big things. But first, tell us, how did the creation of Capture Sports Marketing even come about? Sure. I come from an entrepreneurial family. So my grandpa started four small businesses within his lifetime and my dad and my uncles ran the largest one until they sold it. So it was kind of always in my blood that I wanted to do something. And my background is primarily in the nonprofit world. So spent some time in nonprofits, spent some time in association management, um, and then was at a sports team where I was able to create a foundation for them and then also head up their marketing. And it was at that time that I was able to see firsthand the impact that not only athletes can have on the community and on individuals, but also how the athletes themselves were impacted. And so it was kind of at that point that I saw that, that I knew that so many of them wanted to do good. They just didn't know how or where to start. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of people, not even athletes that feel like that. that yes. They want to do something and start something, but they don't know Yes. What to do? It's overwhelming. Who do you trust? Absolutely. And so that's kind of really when we started Capture Source Marketing eight years ago. And we were blessed to work with JJ for now for almost um, seven years. And so. And JJ's done a lot. I JJ's mean, it, done so much. Just with Hurricane Harvey. Yes. Were you involved with any of that? We were. We were. Um, JJ is a really unique individual. He is. His leadership skills are, are so amazing. His compassion he really drove drove the bus, per se, um, on that. But we were very thankful to be involved from not only with the Wisconsin area of being able to help with the coordination of 
the drive, the supply drive that ultimately ended up sending 10 semis on a cargo plane worth of supplies down to Houston. But then on on the back end down in Houston of um, helping to distribute those. And so um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to be able to to make it happen. But I give JJ all the kudos in the world um, for how involved he was. Well, and he just on his own in that situation. I mean, he does have his foundation that he's been involved with for a couple of years on his own. When the hurricane hit, I mean, you saw it in the interviews. He told people, I just felt like I needed to do something. He did. And he he just put it out there on social media, started this GoFundMe and it exploded. I mean, we, we gave, we gave to it. We gave cash. And I feel like because you have someone like him that, you know, really cares you want to support those people. Yes, without you, you, you a doubt. You want to see them do well. And yep. he had the platform, yes. like what you're offering, yeah. to be able to do it, too. Well, And I think and you know, know it's going to the right people. And know it's going, absolutely. Right. I mean, the, the biggest things for us and who we work with are they have to be authentic. They have to truly want to do good and have an impact. How do you gauge that? Um, you can tell, you know, yeah. in conversations with with them in the time that they want to dedicate to it. Um, and it varies for different different athletes or coaches. But you can tell really what their passion point is. There's a difference if they want to do it to have a party for their friends and their and their family. Or, or are they doing it for the, the attention or the correct, wrong reasons? Correct. And so just when it, by us being able to have conversations with, with the athlete or the coach, we can get a pretty good sense right away if they're if they're looking to do it for the right reasons. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's important because you want to make sure that you're partnering with someone that has the same vision yes. perhaps that you have. Yes. What has been one of the challenges that you've had to deal with and how did you overcome it when it maybe when it came to just starting this business? Sure. You know, I think all along the way, as with everybody, we have the challenges, you know, that we face. And for for us, it was growing at a rate that was sustainable for us, but also that continued growth. When when I first started Capture Source Marketing, our two boys were smaller and I was really, really strategic as to how quickly we grew because I needed a lot more of that balance with with our with our boys. Yeah. And now as as they've grown and and we've grown and being able to surround myself with people quite honestly that are smarter than me, that have different talents than me, that have different opinions than me and really have that sounding board both internally within our organization but then externally that I can go to and say, "Okay, this is what I'm struggling with." Give me your perspective. Give me your point of view. Give me your experience that you've had with that to really help me formulate and figure out what our plan is going to be. That's smart. Yeah. Now, speaking of some of those people, yeah. it takes a village. It takes it a takes lot of a people. Village. Who are some of those members of your team? We just have an amazing leadership team uh, within us. So Audra Jacobs comes to us from one of the largest PR agencies in the state um, and has really been able to help us from a a strategic standpoint. Michelle Bell has been um, with me for nearly five years and her organization and and her creativity that she brings, her perspective is just something that's so unique that she has that really strong, detailed or organization of skills, but also has the creative mindset. So she has both both sides of her brain is is just remarkable. And then we have Emily, who's actually based out of New York for us. She came to us from the NFL and worked on their Super Bowl and worked on their larger events. So really being able to bring that team together, that leadership team that has the different viewpoints from whether it's 
working with big, huge Fortune 500 companies to sure. working with the NFL to working here with um, a small nonprofit. Like all of that has to come together in order for us to move forward. What do you look for when you're hiring someone? You know, for me, I typically know who my next two hires are going to be. Like in my mind, I already have it formulated that like the type of person, the type of person and sometimes even the person Really, Um, just with networking, being able to determine who's doing great in different in the different spaces. I can tell you of all of my hiring, there's only been one person on our team that we hired off of a site that we posted a we posted a job and we hired the rest of them have all been through connections, through networking, through individuals that we have met or people that referred it to us. Well, in a way that doesn't sound, I guess, too surprising because you're in such a business about connecting people with other people mm-hmm. and relationships that, yeah, you would just get a feel for this type of person that you want that's going to fit this, this right. culture. Right. I mean, working with some of the athletes that we work with, they're human. They're human and we can't have individuals that are starstruck or that really want to work with athletes. Yes, yep. we work with athletes, but they're human beings that want to make an impact. And so for me, that's something that I really look at that you may meet them, you may not meet them. But if that shouldn't be the priority, that's not a priority. Exactly. It's not a well, priority. And they are from the people that you work with and just my perception as a fan or people that follow them. They may have a name on the foundation, but they don't want it to be about the person. They want it to be about the cause. Absolutely. And and it just, they don't, that can be a distraction sometimes, but yet they have this following and this platform. So why not use it for something good? I mean, JJ in particular, when he won the the Walter Payton Award, he was in, I think it was Sports Illustrated. Don't quote me on that, but he was interviewed in a magazine. I mean, I think it was Sports Illustrated. And he talked about how with opportunity comes responsibility and that I think about that a lot when I look at some of these celebrities and in our world in music yes we meet a lot of pop stars and music stars and you see the ones that really are trying to leave their mark on the world and leave it a better place yeah absolutely and then there's some that don't right and there's some that get in there's some that don't and I, I really think what J.J. Watt said is very true, that for, for all of us, we may not have the bank account as J.J. Watt, but if you have opportunity, there's still a responsibility Absolutely. for the rest of the world to do good. Well, and we often talk about, you know, when you're done playing basketball, when you're done playing football, when you're done coaching, how do you want people to remember you? Right, because it doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. Right. It doesn't last forever. And so... What are you going to do when you're done? And how do you want people to remember you? And how is your legacy going to continue on? And, you know, the work that you're doing now within your foundation, because you have this platform, because you're playing, what does that look like when you're done? Because we don't want it to stop just because you're done playing your sport. So how do we set it up so that it can continue on and it it can have a much longer impact than just the immediate? Exactly. When when right now your name is so top of mind because you're making the big plays. Yes. You're you're on the winning team. Right. That's a great segue into my next question, Shelly. What do you want your mark to be on the world? You know, I think for me, when I started Capture, the word that kind of resonated with me always was impact, that we made an impact, that it could be one person, it could be one city, it could be the nation, but somewhere along the line, we made an impact. 
And I think you're doing that. $25 million, that's changing a lot of lives and inspiring people, too, because you take some of these organizations, people take notice. That sets the bar high. They have an idea. They want to partner with you. I mean, you could... You're still taking clients, I assume. We right? are. I mean, yes. you're still willing to grow and yeah. and you know help more people. Absolutely. You know, when we look at a softball event that is raising over a million dollars, you know, it's they're playing softball. Yeah. Um, but there's the difference between it being a charity event and a diff- that's raising a million dollars and a corporate event. You know, and so for us, it's always looking at how do we make that biggest impact that we can make sure that we're giving back to the community. And so, yeah, I mean, we're absolutely taking on new clients. We're selective in who we're working with. Yeah, because, that makes sense. You kind of, you touched on that yeah. a little bit earlier that you really want to make sure it's still, everyone has the same vision. Yes, absolutely. So are you willing to talk about any mistakes that you made oh, early on? There's so many that, that we learn from every single day, but I think kind of going back to making sure that who's on your team is the right fit, mm-hmm. who is representing you is the right people, Wh- what your processes are. You know, we, we look at that daily. You know, there's not an event or a campaign that happens that we don't look at it afterwards and be like, OK, we could have done X, Y and Z to yeah. be able to, you know, to help it. But for us, as we're growing, it's making sure that you have everything in place. As I said earlier, I was pretty strategic in how we grew. But I think for me, probably bringing in some of our team members sooner would have helped with some of the growth pains that we felt. That totally makes sense. You know, and so for me, it was kind of like, okay. Because you felt like you were maybe doing yes. too much and it's time to delegate yes. that. Yes. And that's something that I work on all the time is is the delegation piece of it. How do you do that? Because I get the impression just based on your job and your career and your starting a business that you're a very type A person. You have goals. You want to achieve them probably organized. How do you let go and allow other people? This is kind of like your baby. It is my baby. run with your baby. How do you do that? It's building that trust. It's having those people on your team that that you trust. And I think the first couple of times, and even now, there's still times that it's scary to be able to hand it off. But then there's times when you do hand it off and they do something way better than I would have ever done. And I was like, oh, I should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, But it's it's kind of goes back to those team members of, you know, and building that trust that I can honestly say that everybody on our team treats Capture like it's their company. Oh, that's great. And see, that's what I love about the nonprofit world. Yeah. I spent a short stint in the nonprofit world and I took a break from radio. I, I'm a first stage kid from first stage okay. downtown and I was doing their PR and marketing for about a year and a half. And I, and I love what first stage children's theater stands for. So I, I love their mission. I mean, I'm living their mission. Yes. I'm one of their academy kids. But it was so rewarding to see what this was doing for kids as they were growing up and getting their confidence. And I looked around the room of the people working there and everyone that was there wanted to be there. And I have said, I'm like, if this ever ends here, I want to get into nonprofit because there's just something rewarding about feeling like you made a difference and being hungry to keep doing more. Absolutely. So if you get those people on your team, I'm sure it's inspiring on those days where you're like, I'm losing my mind. Yes. Yes. Well, and we, you know, we often talk um, when we just had a strategic planning meeting and we asked, you know, okay, the first six months, what was, what was your most memorable moment of the first six months? And, and we had a lot of successes and we did a lot of really, really awesome things, but it all came down to the people. Mm-hmm. It all came down to the moments that we were able to provide for the people or the 
child that touched our lives or being able to see the impact that this kid made on the athlete. You know, so often people think like, it's wonderful that this athlete is meeting this kid and what an amazing experience for this child. 100% it is. But when you're there to see it and you're there to see that athlete, how they're touched, yeah, it's, it's as much of them as it is the child. And so being able to see those true connections there, like that's what makes it for us. And that's powerful. That's so powerful. Everybody in the room feels that when yes. those moments happen. And those, yeah. And so those, those are the fun ones that we can you know, go back to. And as I said, it was really interesting in the strategic that meeting that everybody's best moment wasn't a thing. It wasn't an event. It wasn't, you know, a campaign as a whole. It was those mostly private moments or watching the individual that you were able to make something happen for. The experience. The experience. What you felt in that that moment. Yes. That's so great. That's so cool. So besides running a business, yes. you're a wife, you're a mom, women we know, I always say, we're the CEOs of our household. Absolutely. We're doing it all. Yeah. How do you avoid the burnout? I mean, there are, there's got to be days you just wake up and you're just not feeling like being Shelly. What do you do on those days? Yeah. Those mornings? You know, we talked a little bit earlier, but it takes a village. You know, I'm so blessed that my husband does so much more than I would say the majority of of men in helping keep our life organized at this point, just with with the growth that Capture has had. But there is days that it's hard, Yeah, you know, that that you're pulled in multiple different directions between, you know, the kids and stuff going on at home and stuff going on at work or family stuff or health stuff. And having that support team, I think for me, whether it is within the office and at our company or outside of it, you know, whether it's that village of your friends or your family that you can just go be you and you can vent and you can. Yeah. And for me, I'm a big reader. I'm a huge reader. And there's there's times that I just need quiet and my book and just be. Just be and relax. And your boys know that's when mom's having her time. They do. They do. Now, what events do you have coming up that we can talk about here? Getting ready for Super Bowl um, events that we have. Getting ready for a lot within 2020. Um, Well, and it's sports are really never ending. I mean, I think about our guys on our sports station just watching sports. It's going on all the time. I mean, for those guys, it's almost 24-7. It is. There's always something happening. There is. And if people want to connect with you... What's the best way to get in touch? Our website is CaptureSportsMarketing.com. Otherwise, phone number is 262-696-5177. And the hashtag Athletes Doing Good, two Gs, by the way, um, is really fun to follow. Thank you for being here, Shelly. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. It's, it's so great to see you doing well. And I follow some of these athletes and some of their foundations. You're making a huge difference. But you're also, I feel like, inspiring other people that maybe have ideas and want some kind of way to, to, to use their platform through Capture Sports Marketing. Well, thank you. So thanks you. for creating this awesome organization that's helping people. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.